Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, if you're new to the show, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at TrueMav Fitness. TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch, that's where you go to get your New Year's resolution started. Your first workout is free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMavFitness.com. Superbook Sports, get in on all the action with the best sports book out there, whether you're betting football, hockey, basketball or any other major sports superbook sports is your place to go the ashton real estate group of remax advantage the intel edge you need to succeed go to garyashton.com to get involved and maximize your real estate investment in this red hot nashville real estate market and two rivers ford in mount juliet where the 2023 model year fords are available right now for you to test drive in stock inventory available at two rivers ford in mount juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So obviously there was a fair amount of concern uh, around Traylon Burks yesterday, given that he showed up on the injury report for the first time this week with a groin injury that he had previously not been dealing with. Now, at this point, um, it looks like Traylon Burks is going to be available for this game based on what his head coach had to say today. But it's something that uh, it's something to continue to monitor, given that he still has a questionable designation next to his name. He makes a big difference, obviously, for this offense. And, you know, I think that there's there needs to be a discussion had um, there needs to be a discussion had about Traylon Burks and, you know, kind of where his standing is right now with this team and and how the Traylon Burks uh, experience has gone so far. In fact, I want to change, Producer Reed, the Two Rivers Ford take to start this show, given what we know about Traylon Burks right now. There is a high percentage chance that Traylon Burks ends up playing. So the question that I would like to ask you guys at this point is how big a difference does Traylon Burks make to this Titans offense? You can give me your response on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. How big of a difference does Traylon Burks make in this Titans offense based on what we've seen? There's a lot of different elements to this, right? We know that Josh Dobbs got a far greater amount of pass catchers involved in the Titans' last game against the Cowboys. It was a losing effort. They still lost by 14 points. They are not a uh, they are not an overwhelmingly they are not an overwhelmingly talented team even with Burks on the field right we all know their deficiencies we know what their offensive line situation looks like we know um, what the quarterback uh, deal is we know that Derrick Henry while he's still shown some superhuman abilities at times he hasn't been getting enough help this season and obviously it's not been good enough and also he's had turnovers that have been this been costly at this point. But how big of a difference does Traylon Burks make in this Titans offense 
moving forward. We'll discuss on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. It's your Two Rivers Ford take made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for the best car buying experience possible. Satisfaction is what they pride themselves on with their award-winning customer service and quality American-made Ford vehicles. Their in-stock inventory right now is available for you to test drive on the lot. Whether it's an explorer like iDrive, a Bronco Sport like you see on the graphic in front of you, an F-150 Escape or Mustang Mach-E, Two Rivers Ford is your place to get the best value for your vehicle and the best quality product out there with Ford. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So how big of a difference does Traylon Burks make in this Titans offense? I think that there's a couple of different ways that you have to look at this so far. So we know what the we know what the primary limitation is right now. Outside of being without their starting quarterback, their tackle situation is a mess. It is difficult for them to have any kind of a functional passing game given how uh given how much Dennis Daly struggles. NPF has not been overwhelmingly good, I would say. He has been a starter. He's a rookie, and I think you have to grade on that curve. But obviously, they need a lot of help right now. And uh, and that is not something that uh that is not something that he has been regularly able to provide. He's had penalties. Um, he's he obviously missed the last game against the Cowboys because they were resting him. It's my understanding it's not guaranteed that he plays in this game, but he has a better chance uh, to be able to go and was ruled questionable, as was Traylon Burks. But Traylon Burks, I think, to to look at it in in kind of where the Titans are right now, I think there's one thing that you have to keep in mind. But here was Mike Vrabel asked about Traylon Burks as well as an injury update for the rest of the roster. How's trailing, Mike? Uh, well, you know, I mean, I think he'll be okay. We held him out today. Anybody else? Devontae Harris. It's a much shorter list than we've had in recent weeks. Probably. So kind of give the team a, a bit of a lift, you think, too, I guess, energy-wise? Well, I hope playing for the, the division and opportunity to be in the playoffs gives us a lift. Um, just the opportunity. I want to be excited. That's the whole thing that we talked about this week is about being excited about the the opportunity, embracing the opportunity. Um, so it seems like we've done that so far. Coach, while you were at practice. So Alex Blaine Manns, that was Mike Vrabel speaking to the media earlier today. Alex Blaine Mann says there's no reason why Burks shouldn't play. It could be the last game of the season. He needs to suck it up. Um, well, that's easy for you to say. Who doesn't? Who's not a professional athlete? Who's not dealing with a groin injury and has, you know, not uh, been a rookie wide receiver who struggled with a variety of different injuries this year. I, you know, I appreciate your toughness from the sidelines or from the couch or from, you know, the comfort of your living room wherever you are making that comment. The idea that the professional athlete needs to be the one to suck it up. If he's not physically right, he shouldn't be out there. If he's well enough to play and they medically clear him and he says, "Coach, I'm good to go." Then that's up to his. That's his decision. I think that's nonsensical. Uh, that the that the attitude should be. He needs to suck it up. Well, why? From a lot of you, based on a lot of the interactions that I've had with you uh, this past week, and um, you know, really throughout the course of this last month and a half on a six-game losing streak, many of you want this team to just tank for a better draft pick. 
So I find it curious that you would uh, that that there would also be a, a a desire for the athlete to suck it up when you know many of you, <laughs> many of you are just like, oh, it doesn't matter. They're not going to do anything in the playoffs anyway. They should tank for a top ten draft pick. Blah blah blah. And so now it immediately turns. Uh, now it immediately turns to, he needs to suck it up. It could be the last game of the season. Frankly, I think that's trash. Um, now if he wants to play and he's ready to go and he's medically cleared, then gravy baby. But I think that the rest of the, you know, that, that as a, that as analysis, uh, that to me is largely trash. He needs to suck it up. It could be the last game of the season. Okay. Well, that's, it's very convenient of you to say A to Z sports prime time is presented by Superbook Sports. That's where you go to wager on the Titans and the Jaguars. Currently, Jags minus six in the Superbook Sports app or any of the pivotal Week 18 games that are on the horizon. Superbook Sports gives you the opportunity to take the fight to the best odds makers on the strip. No odds makers from across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best group of odds makers on the strip at the main Superbook in Las Vegas giving you the opportunity to take it to the house. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. So download the Superbook Sports app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So it's a positive development. Um, so it's a positive development that Traylon Burks, uh, it's more precautionary situation than what I think initially some of the fears might have been, right? Some of the injuries these guys play through, says Dion Bonner, and deal with most of us would uh, uh, would call in to work on short-term disability. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, tank your way out of here if you think that that if you think that way, says Arya's dad on YouTube. It's about culture, and Alex responds, which you know is a is a fair assessment from a lot of people. He gets paid a lot of money. That's why. Well, in retrospect, he really doesn't get paid that much money compared to, you know, the average NFL wide receiver. Actually, the average NFL wide receiver is probably not a fair assessment, but like on the scale of wide receiver uh, pay grades, Traylon Burks is making relatively little. So I appreciate that you're willing to sacrifice uh, his body for his paycheck. But, you know, I think that anytime the paycheck of a professional athlete gets brought up, I, I don't, you know, all, all it, I understand, you know, why some people have that response. Um, but the more time that I spend around this stuff, it, that response seems to come from, and, pl and please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not speaking specifically about Alex or, or just generally. I think, that, I think that thought process is from, you know, people who are not going to make that kind of money in their life and, you know, would love to, as, as many of us would, as all of us would, would like to make the paycheck of a professional athlete. Uh, in ways that you think money makes everything better. And then I would cite to you immediately the example of what we all just witnessed with DeMar Hamlin on the field and say, well, yes, is the op is the possibility of cardiac arrest based on a routine hit, does the money justify everything that DeMar Hamlin just went through as a sixth-round pick who's not making very much money? Those are the kind of uh, things that I think people need to keep in perspective anytime you decide to, any deci anytime you decide to you know, check somebody else's bank account um, for a justification as to why they should be out there for your entertainment, even as they are paid well to provide entertainment. I completely understand um, that initial reaction. But as far as Traylon Burks goes, uh, it looks like that is a positive development. He is a difference-making player in this offense. 
Um, and as far as that goes, I think he's the most important player on the offense right now. Derek is a difference-making player. Derek is the star of the show. Derek is still at age 29 as of yesterday. Very happy uh, uh, 29th birthday. I believe we told, I believe we said that yesterday. Derek uh, is at 29, still producing at a high level, and even more impressively, is he producing behind an offensive line that is hot trash for for the uh, for a larger uh, for the larger part of the season. So. As, uh, as far as this goes, though, I do think that Traylon Burks' presence on the field allows for more opportunities for Derrick Henry. It gives a higher level of uh, higher degree of comfort for the uh, for whomever is playing quarterback for the Titans right now, even if, you know, in the case of Malik Willis, he wasn't Malik only had the opportunity to play one game with Traylon on the field. So maybe that's not a fair assessment. But in the one game, Traylon was targeted twice and had zero catches. It was uh, it was difficult to kind of get those two on the same page. Um, I think that, uh, I think that as far as, uh, I think that as far as the, uh, as far as Traylon Burks goes, I think he's incredibly important. And you know, it kind of goes in, in the same line of thinking for AJ Brown. AJ Brown was far more difficult to replace last season and, you know, into this season than Derrick Henry was right. Um, Derrick Henry, they still found ways to run the ball without, uh, without Derrick Henry on the field in 2021, but they could not really cobble together much of a semblance of their passing game without A.J. Brown on the field. That's that's held true uh, so far through the Traylon Burks experience, even if Traylon isn't the same level of player right now. But, um, you know, to know that he – or to uh, have have that be a, a, a fairly – he's got a fairly good chance of going on Saturday night, which is all you can ask for at this point. Now let's talk about a more existential question um, because I think this goes into, um, you know, this applies to a couple of different groups of Titans fans who seem to have split opinions on this thing. The question that I would like to ask you guys is this. If the Titans lose to the Jaguars uh, in less than 48 hours from now, is the season a failure? That's a question that I uh, that producer Reed wrote down in our rundown tonight, and I I looked at it and had to you know, had to think about it for a hot second. Is would the season be considered a failure if they lose to the Jags, given all the circumstances that brought them to that point, which would make seven straight losses in a row, and likely, uh, I mean, almost inevitably, unless they decide to all of a sudden expand the postseason the way that there was some, some discussion around today with the different ways that they're trying to. Um, kind of re-level the playing field, given the Bills and Bengals will not be rescheduled. Uh, let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, would you consider this season a failure if the Titans lose to the Jags on Saturday? Uh, while you do that, I'll remind you that there is no way that you will fail if you want to achieve, achieve your New Year's resolution of getting in better shape than TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. TrueMath Fitness is the best workout that you will experience I guarantee it. They have made such a difference in how I approach my workout routine. I was not somebody who had a workout routine prior to True Math Fitness, and they have made the experience so enjoyable for me because I have seen the progress that I specifically have been able to make and so many others who use their boot camp style classes, their personal training, and of course their open gym. They have all variety of ways for you to achieve your fitness goals. They're going to push you but not to the point of overexertion, not to the point where you're uncomfortable. No workout in their group classes is ever recycled or repeated. 
It is a continually adjusting and adapting situation to make sure that your body does the same as you try to achieve your fitness goals. So get your first workout free at TrueMavFitness.com and check out any number of their membership options. So, would the season be considered a failure if the Titans were to lose to the Jags on uh, on Saturday night? Mike Vrabel spoke about this game, the significance of this game. It's the Titans' last day of work on the field was today, and obviously tomorrow will be a travel day for all of us. But this is what the head coach had to say. Mike, how much is the winning you guys have done the last few years and what you've been able to build in that locker room? How much does that matter translate to a game like Well, I don't think it matters. Joe, I think it matters, you know, the wins, the losses. I think it's just, you know, all really just comes down to how we play this week and whatever we did last week or three weeks ago, you know, whatever we did against Jacksonville. Uh, you know, you have to, you know, in this league, it's all about, you know, that, that game and how that unfolds and, and, and what transpires and how you take care of the football and how you can make the corrections. I think, you know, if we can do some things a little bit better, we'll give ourselves a chance to, to go win-win. I think that's pretty important perspective. And I think, you know, it doesn't need to be a constant reminder, but I do think that it is a a reminder of how coaches and players approach an NFL season as opposed to how many of us view an NFL season. And I've, you know, I've had to adjust my worldview on this too. It's not about the cumulative result of what you've done to that point. It's really not even about like what they did against the Texans or excuse me, the Cowboys on, you know, a week ago tonight or the Texans on Christmas Eve. It's about what they're capable of doing right now and how well they execute in this particular game. The six game losing streak, obviously there's some commonalities. There's struggles all season long. There are some commonalities, but that does not necessarily apply unless that's the same kind of mistakes that they bring into this game, which there is reasonable evidence to suggest that they will still have struggles where it relates to pass protection and penalties. Um, You know, they've struggled to get pressure as of late, but they're hopeful that some uh, additional time for those bodies of the guys that they rely on to create that four-man pass rush will be able to give them a little bit of a renewed effort now that they've had a a lot more time off than they have in quite some time. Would the season be considered a failure? Of course. Of course it would. You were on the precipice. of a third straight division title, something that this franchise has never accomplished before. You had a four-game lead in the division, of which, obviously, they've since blown and would have blown even further should they uh, hypothetically lose to Jacksonville on Saturday afternoon. Their first and foremost goal is to win the division, and they were very, very much on pace for that. There are some circumstances that are beyond their control, some of them, are very much within their control. And the result will still be the same if they don't find a way to pull this thing off. It's a really it's a really difficult task to have, expect them to just kind of flip a switch, roll it out. I mean, not, they're not rolling the ball out there without preparation. Obviously, they, they, do, um, they do as much preparation as humanly possible to get this thing off the ground each and every week, regardless of what the results end up being. But absolutely, the season would be considered a failure. If this is the way, after petering out to this point in the season thus far, if they petered out even further with a uh, their fir- the Jags' first sweep of the Titans since 2005, that's the last time this thing has happened. And so we will see, uh, we will see how this goes about. Um, our uh, our uh, let's see, Ravens did the same thing last year because of injury. Either way, having a chance to go to the playoffs is a plus. 
Uh, it does not say uh, anything but YouTube user there. So we'll take that uh, take that uh, with a grain of salt. Losing is failure, no question. Um, Jonathan Caverly says on YouTube, uh, they said, uh, let's see, need players you can lead to the water and they drink. I don't even know what the hell that means, Wesley James Sanquist. What on earth? What what <laughs> need players you can lead to the water and they drink? I like if if what am I supposed to take Dennis Daly to a feeding trough and expect him not to false start on fourth and five? Like I don't necessarily forgive me. May, maybe there's a, uh, an earlier comment that I missed and I'm I'm not I don't have the full context for what the hell that is, whatever that is that that means, but um, you'll have to, you'll have to expand upon that for me so I can, uh, get on the same page as you. Lord Gooney says this season was a failure when we let AJ Brown go, unfortunately. Well, but you know, that's, uh, again, I think that speaks to a bit of a loser mentality. Um, obviously it makes life a lot harder without AJ. It's made life considerably harder without AJ, but uh, so you don't, you don't go into a season punting on the season, uh, unless you're a loser franchise. Now this is not a loser franchise. It has not been. Uh, in quite some time, it's, you know, they have, they are coming up. They have been competitive now for the better part of a decade under the last two, co the, the current coaching staff, the last coaching staff, the general manager leadership of John Robinson, while he was still in that role. And now whatever, uh, whatever it, whatever we move forward, uh, with, um, whatever they move forward with at this particular juncture. But I think that, uh, I think that, uh, you know, if if you're looking at a season before it starts as a season that's lost and you're or even worse, honestly, you're looking at a season that's lost when you still have the opportunity to make the postseason with one game left to play. Then I do think that speaks to a loser mentality, um, you know, that if you think that way, I think you should be fortunate that your football team and your coaching staff doesn't think that way. Because where would be where would be the enjoyment in that? Where would be the entertainment in that? Uh, you know, you'd rather them be competitive. You'd rather them care. In a way that a lot of uh, a lot of the sentiment recently has expressed a lack of care for the regular season, um, and a, and a greater a deeper level of care for the uh, for the off season. That's because you can't necessarily lose in the off season, right? There's no quantifiable wins or losses in the off season. It's just oh, new players can they help me? Oh, they can't help me, or they can't help me. By the time we get to games, who's to say? But like, you know, everybody can be declared a winner in the offseason. That's why everybody uh, that's why everybody likes transactions so much. It's bright. It's shiny. It's new. It's different. Um, it gives you hope even where, you know, the results may end up being the same for all you know. A top 10 draft pick does not guarantee that you're going to be a better football team. Um, Corey Davis was a top 10 draft pick. Jack Conklin was a top 10 draft pick. Jake Locker, for God's sakes, was a top 10 draft pick. And, you know, those guys have had varying different degrees of success but, you know, uh, to rely on some kind of, you know, uh, a draft pick that would or better draft positioning is going to guarantee that you're going to be a better football team uh, in the coming in the coming seasons. Um, no, there's no guarantee of that at all. There's no guarantee that you make the postseason either. But at least that's very much more in your control and, and much more ahead of you at this time. Um, all right. Let's do a weekend bounce back and get into a conversation about who needs to bounce back in sports this week. In the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, let me know who needs to bounce back. It could be the obvious. It could be the local professional football team, as many of you, I think, uh, would, uh, would be right to nominate them for. But we'll talk about it together right after I remind you that A to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by our guy, Gary Ashton, and the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you. They're going to put you in the position to succeed with the Intel edge that only they provide. 
That Intel Edge helps you sell your home without any showings or staging, helps you find your next home in this red-hot Nashville real estate market, helps you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity right now. Everybody else doing the same shopping, looking at the same properties, but not maximizing their value. Not you. You're smart. You're going to go to GaryAshton.com. You're going to trust the team that your favorite teams trust. That's why the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage is the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators and of me. So get your search started today for your dream address or sell your home for more. Don't sell without the intel at GaryAshton.com. So who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Uh, Skip Bayless, people uh, pissing people off, says Stephen1986 on Twitch. Chris Frazier says, Willis, well, listen, if Malik Willis has an opportunity to bounce back this weekend, uh, that would mean that something has happened to Josh Dobbs, and that would mean that your football team is in a bad spot. So I think, you know, the best bouncing back that Willis can do is bouncing back onto the bench. Um, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of nominees for Dennis Daly, Dre Wilson simply says the Titans. Of course, he would be correct at this point. Uh, Wrecked says Dobbs or Woods. Uh, Dobbs. Dobbs is a, is a real reasonable bounce back candidate. He played well, uh, given the circumstances, but he's still lost, right? He needs to be able to play. Uh, and he needs to be able to play at a higher level. They all need to be able to play at a higher level to try and get this thing accomplished. <laughs> Somebody just, Alex says Kevin McCarthy, <laughs> which is uh, a very, a very funny joke for anybody who is paying attention to anything outside of sports at this particular time. Um, the, uh, the, uh, former, uh, the former, the former, the uh, former, minority leader taking a, a few embarrassing L's here in the last couple of weeks, but you know, for a, a different time and a different place, Jeff Fisher says, Russell Tapley, I don't know what on earth Jeff would need to bounce back from <laughs> Titans. Rossi says, that's a good one. You know, it was a pretty funny one. It made me giggle. Uh, Beverly says, y'all are crazy tonight. Listen, I pre. I appreciate when you guys can have some fun with that because a lot of times, like if I was to make a joke like that, you know, I don't know, uh, I don't, I want to be respectful of of everybody, so I'll leave uh, I'll leave those kind of jokes to you guys at this point. But I'll tell you who needs to bounce back: Texas A and M basketball because the clips that were coming out of uh, of the of this huddle last night. They really, really pissed me off. But there's a fly in the old Todd Gold told moments ago that the game will not start on time because Texas A&M's uniforms were left at the team hotel. So, rush hour traffic being what it is in Gainesville, somebody's got to scoop back there, pick up the jerseys and shorts, and come back to exact tech. And until then, Todd Gold and his Gators will get some more shots up. Now, equipment staff doesn't make a lot of money. Um, they have a lot of responsibilities, and I understand that there can be some missteps from time to time. But if you forget all of the team's equipment ahead of a game and like you show up at the game without any of the equipment and you have to go back through rush hour traffic to get the equipment and try to get the game off the ground, then yeah, it probably ought to cost you your job in that spot. That's a, it's a big bounce back, a literal bounce back for the Texas A&M basketball team, um, you know, among several bounce back candidates in sports at this time. Uh, let's see. Scrapman says my joke was better. Well, yeah, but it was it better. Was it a better joke? If I didn't see it, does a tree, uh, if, does a tree falling in the woods, make a sound if nobody was there to see it. So, you know, it's, it's not your fault. It's just, you know, it just happened to be not, I saw that comment instead of the actual comment that you made. So apologies if I missed it. Um, <laughs> Rex says that's funny. I'll be in a mental hospital. If I ever got a Twitter account, 
yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of mental, uh, there's a lot of mental sanity, um, that is lost on, on the particular bird app, but you know what? It's, uh, it's just got to find a way. Mental toughness is something that is required of all of us on the internet and very, uh, regularly people not display mental toughness on the internet. You guys are always the best. It's been another enjoyable week with you guys. I appreciate you spending your time here as always. Uh, we will do the Titan Game Day morning show, 11 a.m. Central Time, uh, from uh, from the studio before I take off to go to Jacksonville. So you will see, uh, so you will see that on Saturday before the game. Obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, Austin and Zach will have pregame, halftime, and postgame coverage. Um, no primetime on Saturday uh, because it's an evening game, number one, and because we don't do primetime on Saturday. But we'll certainly be back in Nashville by Saturday, or rather Sunday morning. To talk about whatever the results of this game may be, could be off season, could be uh, you know, could be playoffs, could be just about anything in between. But have a great rest of your evening. Have a great weekend. If I don't talk to you tomorrow on the radio show, starts at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. We'll be talking about the college football national championship game with the great Mike Felder of Stadium and Coach David McGinnis of Titans Radio, who was also a different level of greatness. Um, will break down the Titans and the Jags matchup with us at 11:20. So hope to have you. On the radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. But if not, talk to you Sunday right here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It ain't warm when she goes away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And she's always gone too long. Anytime she goes away